Welcome to The Purpose Project. I'm Emily, a 23-year-old graduate student who's on her journey to find her purpose. I mean, who isn't? On this podcast, we'll chat through the good, the bad, and the ugly, having raw and real conversations about lifestyle, career, health, and mindset. The path to find your purpose isn't easy, but we can do it together, one episode at a time. I told y'all there were surprises coming. (laughs) Hi guys, and welcome back to The Purpose Project, or welcome if you are new. My name is Emily, and that was a brand new intro. What, what? I cannot tell you how long I have been planning to have a new one. And please let me know your thoughts, opinions, if you like it, if you don't like it in the DMs on my Instagram at the Purpose Project Pod. I'd love to know what y'all think because I have been stressing over a song to pick and if I should have words in the intro or not. And I've just been like battling with my inner thoughts for months, people. This has been months in the making. But we are here. It is here to stay for at least a little bit. I love it. I hope you guys do too. But With that being said, welcome back to a new episode, episode number 21. Woo! Yes, I'm feeling hype and excited today and just all the feelings. Today, I have a really great episode for you guys, and it's not a solo episode. Coming at you guys with some hot fire guest episodes, and today, talking with someone I have been following since 2016. Her name is Genevieve and she has an Instagram at Genevieve.fit. And she is just an amazing human being all around. She gives off such good vibes and she really embodies what health and fitness should be. I've spoke about it before, but health and fitness is a very personal thing. The way you work out, the way you eat, the way you fuel your body is going to be completely different than the person next to you. And Genevieve has gone through the ups and downs of her fitness journey. But four years after making this account and starting her fitness journey, she has become a fitness and lifestyle enthusiast, combining the two and finding a happy medium and making sure that she is enjoying life, finding her happiness in fitness and being the best person she can be. And she's an amazing role model and I highly recommend and you better go give her a follow after you listen to today's episode. Um, We dive into all of it, her journey and some advice that If you're struggling with balancing your happiness, lifestyle, fitness, health, all of it, we dive into that and Genevieve gives some really great tips that has helped her in the past. And then at the end of the episode, Genevieve does have a really exciting announcement that she is launching a new project. So highly recommend staying through the episode and listening in to what her surprise is. I had such a great time chatting with Genevieve and I really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did recording it. I also do want to state and apologize for the audio in the first part of this recording. I'm not sure what happened to my microphone. I just sound a little fuzzy, so apologies in advance, but the content is absolutely fantastic. And I know it makes up for the audio quality on my behalf. 
Without further ado, let's dive right into the episode. Welcome back to The Purpose Project. I am here today with an amazing guest that I'm so excited to chat with. I have been following her journey for a very long time, and it's been it's really cool to just sit down and chat with her and have you guys hear a little more about her story as well. So here today with me is Genevieve. Hi, Genevieve. How are you? Hi, Emily. I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. This is a huge honor. First podcast ever. So really excited. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But go ahead and hop right in and tell everyone who is Genevieve. Sure. So most people know me in the internet world as Genevieve.fit. Um, I'm a small town girl from Wisconsin who started a fitness Instagram um, my first year in nursing school to kind of like keep accountable um, with this guide I was doing by this fitness guru who I thought was a fitness guru. Um, Her name was Grace Fit UK at the time. Um, And so I started this little fitness Instagram and it's kind of turned into like my life diary. Um, So I've just explained everything that's happened to me in the past four years when I started in 2016 and actually have started delving into my past. Um, I have so much to talk about. Um, I've gone to college twice. Um, First went to the University of Michigan and got a degree in exercise science. And then I went to NYU and got an accelerated nursing degree. Um, And then I worked in the nursing field for a year and now I find myself at Lululemon. So it's kind of a very confusing um, story, very kind of windy. I've been in so many different states. Um, And essentially, I think I'm now on my path to talking to people about how your 20s is figuring it out. Like, I thought when I was 20, like when I was 22, I was supposed to be married. I was supposed to be like getting pregnant, you know, have this job that I'm going to have till I'm 65. And now I'm realizing I'm 26 years old. I only have one of those things, which is I'm married and (laughs) I'm still figuring it out. So really exciting. And that's kind of who I am just figuring out life. I love that. I love that you said that too, because I'm 23 and I'm still like, like I'm like should I have this planned like I'm in my getting my yeah. master's degree right now so I'm awesome. like trying to figure everything out and that's one thing I love about Genevieve's content ever since she started the account I literally started following the first post that you ever posted Unreal. which is that's crazy crazy um and all of your content is just so real and authentic and we'll get into it from the start to where you are now but yeah. go ahead I know you just dived in dove into um your education behind yeah. it but a little bit more about what What's your background with health and fitness? Where did it all start for you? Yeah. So like I consider myself like when someone asked me like, what is it? I was like, I was a lifelong athlete. So like when I was three, I don't know if like my parents wanted me to be a boy or I don't know, but my dad put a (laughs) baseball bat in my hand and like, that was it. Like there's videos of me like playing all these sports, like throwing all these balls, like, you know, whatever. And, um, so that's when it started. And so I've always loved playing sports. I grew up playing basketball. I grew up playing soccer. I played on a boys baseball team for a little while when I was five. Um, and then I kind of ended up where I was playing at like golf and basketball in high school. Um, and that's kind of when I started getting into lifting. I was introduced into lifting through my basketball coach. Um, he kind of brought on a personal trainer. I don't know. He was trying to make our all girls Catholic school team like the best. And we just weren't, <laughs> but we were really strong. Um, and I really did like the lifting portion cause I could like see gains and, um, 
get bigger because I'm kind of a tiny person. I'm only five two. So like I was actually like putting on mass and it was crazy. Um, but then I went to school didn't really know what I wanted to do. All I knew is I really liked health and fitness and nutrition. Um, so I kind of like started in the school of literature, sciences and arts. And then I took this class, weight loss um, and nutrition with a professor named Victor Ketch, who is actually still at the University of Michigan, doesn't teach there anymore, but he's still affiliated. Um, and he just like lit this fire inside of me about these topics. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. And in the midst of it, I was running like a lot, like five to eight miles a day. Um, and I started learning. I was like, wow, what I'm doing isn't like right. Or, you know, not that it's not right, but it wasn't, it wasn't optimal. Like I didn't need to look a certain way or do something a certain, like do a certain type of fitness, at, like running, like there were so many different things. So he kind of introduced me to this degree at Michigan called movement science, which is a combination of exercise physiology, motor control and biomechanics. And I kind of started in that, thought I was going to do physical therapy. And then I ended up in nursing, but that's really how I got to fitness is I just started doing things um, in fitness. Yeah. I started to get a degree in fitness. And then it's just kind of like snowballed from there. Yeah. I love that because I started lifting too because of softball. Mm -hmm. when I started playing really young and my coaches were like, you have to lift, you have to be strong. Mm -hmm. And then I played collegiate softball and it was the mm -hmm. same thing, lifting mm -hmm. and conditioning all yep. the time. And I felt like that was the only outlet that I had for mm -hmm. fitness. And mm -hmm. right now I'm trying to refine my love for fitness again. And I'm kind mm -hmm. of learning that health and fitness is completely personal to everyone mm -hmm. and that you can change it up however you see fit. Right. Um, so, and that's something that your content really reflects flex, especially in the past like year or so. I've really mm -hmm. noticed that. But so let's dive into the conversation that I want to have with you today yeah. about health and fitness and your journey through it. Totally. So this Instagram that you have, like you said, <laughs> everyone knows you online as Genevieve.fit. Yeah. Um, and I've been following you since 2016, like I Insane. said. Um, what was your reason behind creating this account? So, so funny. So first of all, crazy that you've been following me since then, because I feel like that account, like, is just like, so old, like, I don't have like the OG followers, like really aren't around anymore. Like they all quit Instagram. And so the part of the reason I created the account was this girl, Grace Fit UK, she's now known as Grace Beverly. She has like Tala, I think that's the name of her like fitness brand now. Yeah. Love Tala or something. She makes it like, like sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. She makes um, sustainable clothing and stuff, but she started as this like fitness um, account and she um, made this guide and I really don't know like what possessed me to like want to do this guide specifically actually I kind of do I like never had a butt and this girl had such a good <laughs> butt and she's like this she is did. a she, this is a booty guide and I was like okay like I need this <laughs> so. um so I obviously bought it <laughs> and then like I guess I don't know I think they were like we were all talking about it. Like in the comments, people would be like, oh, I'm going to make an account for accountability. Or she was promoting that or something. I can't remember exactly how it went, but that's how I made this account. Like it was an accountability community thing. Um, and then all of a sudden, like people started following me and like liking my content. And I was like, oh, like, okay, this is like kind of a thing. So I was growing quickly. I started making friends. And then, you know, that's how I started the account. But then it's so just completely it, like evolved. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what was the reason that you started the Instagram? I know you said it was more like an accountability thing. Mm -hmm. Was it mainly for you or did you also have that thought in the back of your head that it could be for others too? Cause I know now it's like 
right. kind of transformed to what it is, but what right. it, how did it start? I think it was mostly for me. Like I like always like thought like oh maybe it could become something, but like I'm not really like I don't know. I I feel like you never feel like your story is important or whatever. So I was just like, nobody's going to relate to this. Like we're all just doing it together. That was my thought process. And then like people that weren't doing it started following me. And I was like, Oh, well, okay. Then maybe I do have something to say. Like I have something to contribute. So I kept going. (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that. Um, so diving a little bit more into your story and the account in general, but what was your relationship with health and fitness during the time that you started this account? Um, kind of talk us through the journey kind of to where your account like brought you and to where you are today with your fitness. Yeah. So at the time I was like a total cardio junkie. So I like was really small. Like I think I weighed like 114 pounds, which was like really teeny for me. Mm -hmm. And I had no muscle, no butt. Like I was just this little skinny person. And I like would look in the mirror and I was just like, you know, I just like don't feel good. Like I could run really far and I could go on the elliptical for hours, but I didn't feel right. So I was like, okay, this was kind of going to be my jump start or re jump start, I guess, since I was lifting in high school to lifting and it was like a process like I didn't realize like I did it as a guide right so I was like always a guide person like Kayla it signs BBG I did this like one Pilates one in high school or in um, college and I was like you know doing these little guides and always seeing these small frail women kind of doing this stuff and which that's totally fine but like I like also was becoming that And I was like, but then I started seeing all these strong women lifting weights. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I want to feel strong. I want to feel empowered. So that was why I got the guide. Um, And then it just kind of like spiraled. So I actually don't think I ever finished the guide, (laughs) oddly enough. Um, But I kept lifting. So I joined a gym in New York City. I think it was Crunch Fitness. And the guy totally like reeled me into getting a trainer. Like he totally tricked me okay like this guy like his sales pitch was too good I was like I have to get a trainer (laughs) and so I did um and so I had a trainer in New York and I actually he was my trainer for the whole two years I lived there um and we we lifted but not really with a purpose we were just kind of like lifting he was teaching me the mechanics a little bit better and that's when I really started being like okay like I need to learn how to do this like I need to learn to teach people how to do this because I had you know gone to like orange theory during my time, like in high school and college. But I'd always be like looking around and seeing how terrible everyone's form was. And I was like, Oh my God, someone's going to get hurt. Like the only reason I knew what I was doing is because I had been taught. Um, so it started turning into something where I was like, maybe I could teach people like the right way or the correct way to do things. Um, and then I've just like, I, I'm like, I've said, I've kind of just like started snowballing into this. Like first it was weightlifting. Then I was like, no, you should be doing fitness for yourself. Then I went back to working with a coach. And now I'm like, no, like I need to do this for me. What do I like to do? And so I've kind of evolved into this. I want to be a lifestyle fitness enthusiast. I can't say that I'm a coach yet because I don't coach anyone. Um, But like fitness is not, you know, a end goal. It's not an aesthetic Mm -hmm. um, is what I've learned. Fitness is your life. Um, it's something that you need to be able to keep up your entire life. And so it's going to change, it's going to evolve kind of like my page has where 
it's not all going to be weightlifting. It's not all going to be cardio. It's going to be a combination of all those things that you love to do. So that's kind of how I've gotten here where I'm not really lifting, which I kind of can't because of quarantine, um, where I'm running or like doing yoga um, or like going on hikes with friends. Like Mm -hmm. it's what fits in my lifestyle and what do I enjoy to do and what makes me feel the best. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people think that in order to be fit or have a fit and healthy lifestyle, they have to be in the gym six to seven days Mm -hmm. a week. They have to be lifting weights and doing all these crazy hit circuits, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be in a gym. Mm -hmm. But there's so much that you can do to kind of incorporate taking long walks. If you have a dog, um, Mm -hmm. taking the stairs instead of taking the elephant, just like Mm -hmm. doing little things like that really helps you gain this mindset. I mean, you just dove into it, but as a follower, I really, started to see a shift in your content Mm. a year or so into your account. Um, You seem to be focusing more on your overall happiness in your health and not spending hours in the gym every day. And it was noticeable as a follower. I started to see that change and really like see that in you. Um, And you found balance in your health and fitness. So what was this transition and realization like for you? Did you have like a certain moment that you realized this and how has it changed your overall outlook on health and fitness? Yeah. So I think it was super gradual um, and something I really didn't recognize until recently. Um, But I have recognized in myself with some like self-reflection that I would have always used fitness and, and nutrition as a way to feel in control of my life. Um, And ultimately, I actually feel like I did the opposite. I started letting it control me. So I would find myself in a lot of transitional phases in my life. And when transitions happen, like I would turn to fitness and nutrition and I would get obsessive about it. Mm. So I'd be like, you know what, like I need to go to the gym for two hours today. I need to feel better about myself. Like things aren't going right for me in like life. And so I'm going to make it go right in fitness. And ultimately, I was making myself miserable by like trying to feed this need to like reach an aesthetic. Like I thought that Mm -hmm. fitness was an aesthetic, which I know a lot of people feel that way. And because the fitness Instagram world is so saturated with these, you know, perfect bodies with Mm -hmm. like rock hard abs, perfectly round butts, like quad separation like it's insanity like what we're looking at and consuming every day and to feel like that's something that I needed to reach like I thought I could do that um Mm. and so I thought if I kept controlling what I was eating how I was exercising um and the amount of time I was doing those things that I would reach that end goal and what I learned was that like there really is no end goal and if you reach the goal you set for yourself you're just going to tell yourself no I need to do better I need to do more yeah and so I started taking this like shift where I was like okay so I've reached the standard that I've made for myself multiple times now and then I've let myself quote unquote fall off the wagon and then looked back and been like oh like I was where I wanted to be and realized that that's like that's a terrible way to live life. Like you try to get to something, you get there and then you don't even appreciate it. Um, And I think it kind of like bleeds into like my actual life as well. So like I would find myself in these situations, like I graduated from nursing school and I got this dream job at a hospital and I was like, this sucks. Like I was in it and I'm like, I need to do better. I need to get into the ICU or, you know, I need to like become a stat nurse. 
And then I would, you know, I left nursing. I, we moved and I like look back and I'm like, I was in a great place. I did really well. It wasn't for me, but like, I still wanted to do the next thing. Um, and I think it was me learning that I need to live in the moment, like in, yeah. in my life and be there um, rather than striving for this goal, like, or this, it's always like looking for the next thing. Yeah, I think is what I'm trying to get at. And that that's not the right way to live life. And so that's kind of what I've shifted to is, where am I now? And you know, how can I keep progressing, but also enjoy what's happening right now? Yeah, I've always been taught that it's more about the process than reaching the Mm. end goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in career, I feel like we have this end goal, say, like, if you're in your undergraduate degree, you have this end goal of finishing college and getting a job. Like you said, you finish your degree and you got this nursing job and you were wicked excited and happy. And then you get to it and you're like, this isn't it. Like, mm-hmm. what's next type right. of deal. Totally. And it's if you appreciate more of like what you're going through and even like the struggles that you're going through in the moment, kind of just letting them all sink in and learning from them as you go and not so much focus on reaching that end goal. Um, it's really important. So I'm really glad you said that. And I also know a ton of people that are very aesthetic with their fitness and that's all they care about. All they care about is a number on the scale and what their body looks like, like how big their thighs are or Mm -hmm. if they have abs or not. But another thing I've learned is everybody is different and some bodies can't learn look like that. You know, Mm -hmm. like I personally know I can be shredded, but I'm not getting abs. Like my body and my metabolism just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So, and the only way I'm going to do that is if I literally work so hard that my health and fitness is like bad, like to the point where like I've heard people lose their periods, like all that stuff, Mm -hmm. not to go deep into that, but it's just, it's crazy how people's mindsets can completely change like body to body, you know what I mean? Oh my God, absolutely, yeah. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough. Um, mm-hmm. I think that like, you know, everybody, like literally everybody has a different set point, a different yeah. way things work. You and I could eat the same amount of calories mm-hmm. and my body could look absolutely different than yours. We could follow the same fitness like regimen. We could do the same exercises at the same sets at the same reps and literally look completely different and I think people don't realize that fitness is supposed to be unique and Mm. specific to you like it has to be specific to you Um, and that's something that I am trying to convey to people um, as I've kind of started shifting yeah and on your account you do exactly that you kind of I mean you've moved like you said four times Mm -hmm. you've changed your career twice you have a dog Mm -hmm. like you've gotten engaged and married over the Mm -hmm. past year which is insane and during this whole pandemic too handling that and having to travel during it too how -hmm. have you found balance in life fitness and health and your overall happiness during these changes and how is that reflected on your Instagram account? Honestly, I don't know. Like, and I know that's crazy to say, but like, I really don't know. Like, at the beginning of like all these transitions, I think I mentioned it before, like, I really, really struggle through transitions. Yeah. Like, it is something I know about myself. I actually didn't know this about myself until a few years ago um, when I was working with a breath and life coach. Um, I was struggling with super severe anxiety. I'll give a little backstory because I feel like it's important for this. So I was struggling with severe anxiety um, my junior year of college at the University of Michigan. 
I lived in a house that had black mold. Um, and I didn't know, I kind of knew, but I didn't know. And, um, it wrecked me. Like I, my, like I got so sick. Uh, like my mom thought I was like dying when I came home. She like, didn't know what was going on. I was super anxious, super depressed, didn't know what's happening. So, and I also refused to go to a therapist or a doctor because I'm super hard headed and I don't recommend that. Um, but my mom found this woman who was actually one of our yoga teachers, super random, but she also teaches breath and does life coaching. And through breathing and this coaching, she was able to kind of like coax me out of this really awful like place that I was in my life and basically said to me, Genevieve, you need to work on how you feel during transitions. Like you can't just like let yourself spiral. Um, And I think I just had this total mindset shift even like years after her and I worked together. um, Like the initial um, results were fantastic. But even now, like I think I've been thinking about her so often and how like when I reach a transition, I kind of like take a step back and I'm like, okay, like how bad is this actually? Like, am I just making this way bigger in my head? Um, And I think that's kind of how I've been dealing with everything that's been going on. Um, And I also think when I made the mindset shift to I'm in control of this, or I I am deciding to be a part of this, um, things change. So when we would move, like, for example, when we moved to Boston, um, that's obviously a huge transition. But I said to myself, I'm doing this so that my husband can like further his career. And so that kind of shifted it for me instead of like, he's making us move. I was like, I'm choosing to let him grow. And that kind of changed it. Um, The change in my career, that's a whole nother topic. And we can actually go into (laughs) it more, but I'll get back to that. Um, Getting engaged, getting married, that's a super happy time in your life. I will say married, getting married is super stressful, um, but so worth it in the end. So like, if I could give anyone two pieces of advice, it'd be if you can afford it, get a wedding planner. And two, don't take it too seriously. The day always ends up perfect, um, regardless, because you're marrying the person you love. (laughs) (laughs) And as for the pandemic, still handling that. (laughs) But um, honestly, like fitness has become a habit in my life. And so it allowed me to kind of keep that as a routine. And that is probably why I've been able to maintain balance and happiness. Honestly, I looked at the pandemic for myself personally as a huge gift Um, Mm -hmm. because I swear to you, like the weeks before it happened, I like said aloud multiple times, I just wish I could take a couple weeks off like and do nothing. And the universe granted me with three months Mm. and it has been huge for me and just like kind of recognizing where I'm at, why I'm here and where I should be going. Um, And I think if people were to be like, I think the best thing to do is switch your mindset to exactly what I said, which is I'm choosing to feel this way and this is how I'm going to handle it instead of this is happening to me. Absolutely. And I've talked about that before on this podcast, but I completely agree that it's all about your mindset 
mm-hmm. any negative situation, if you're talking negatively to yourself about it, it's going to make it a thousand times worse than it is. So kind of switching that and making it a positive statement where you're encouraging yourself and you're sort of rewarding yourself in that way, it changes the way your mind thinks about it, but you have to train your mind to be that way. Exactly. So it does, does take a while to get there, but it's something that everyone really should work on, especially during this pandemic time. I mean, change is inevitable, but I always tell myself that in order to grow, we need to push ourselves to focus on change. because. Cool. Um, we need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's something I've always focused on. But so what are your top three tips to anyone trying to seek balance in their health, fitness, and happiness? I know that's a very mm-hmm. broad statement, but if you could give any advice, what would you say? Yes. So I think if it would be advice I would give myself, and that's fitness and health is a lifestyle not an eight-week guide. Mm. So you're not going to find balance or like like a longevity in an eight-week guide. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's a choice every day to wake up and do something active and to, you know, drink your water and eat healthy foods, you know, and then also live a little, you know, get some ice yeah. cream, have a cookie, you know, know that you're going to make mistakes along the way. So that kind of goes into the second one, which is don't be hard on yourself and give yourself grace. Like this is your life. This isn't like, you know, a six month period. Like you're choosing to do this for life. And so you're going to fall down and then you might lay there for a little while, (laughs) but you're going to get back up and keep going. You know, like we all go through periods. um, And so just don't be too hard on yourself and give yourself the grace you need to keep going. And then this is something I've kind of like really turned to recently. And I've been seeing it so much. I think with the pandemic, people are feeling like they need to do things a certain way to remain fit or, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. seeing people say like, this is the way to keep growing muscle during, you know, quarantine or lose weight. I mean, it's a whole thing. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, don't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, fitness is supposed to be fun. So if you don't like running, don't, don't freaking run. Yes. Okay. Like if you like skipping and hopping and doing, you know, playing four square, great. That's a great, that's a great activity. Anything that gets your heart rate up, makes you smile, gets you a little sweaty. Awesome. Like some people love rock climbing. Some people love swimming. You know, some people love dancing, even if they're really bad at it. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You have to do what you like to do and something that you'll like, you'll like to do forever. And if you don't like to do it forever, you're just going to change and do something else, which is awesome. That's the cool thing about fitness. It is ever changing and ever growing. Absolutely. That is such good advice. And actually advice I feel like I needed to hear too, Mm -hmm. because I felt like when I, like I said, when I played softball, it was lifting and running sprints all Mm -hmm. the time. Like that's all we had to do. And then I fell off of it and I started to do more, um, cycling and Mm -hmm. now I'm back into lifting and I want to try boxing when the world opens Mm -hmm. up again and all these different things, but it doesn't have to be the same thing that the person next to you is doing. Right. It's personalized. It's different to everyone. And that's something that everyone needs to remind themselves of. So Mm -hmm. going off of that, looking back, is there anything that you wish you could have told your younger self, the Genevieve that started the Genevieve.fit account, what would you tell yourself if you could tell yourself anything? Let go of all your expectations Mm. and live authentically. And also, you know, in your gut, what's best. I can, 
possibly almost say that I knew in nursing school that it wasn't going to work. And here I am, <laughs> two years post-graduation, and my gut was right. Um, and obviously, I went through with it. It was a great experience. I have no regrets. But if you told me in 2016 that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now, mm -hmm. sitting where I'm sitting right now, I would tell you you're freaking crazy. Um, and I kind of like that. Like, yeah. I, I like that I didn't know. But I, it really took a lot getting here. Um, I've had a lot of personal battles. Um, and I think that part of that is I have these expectations for myself. I think society has these expectations for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to know that you got to just give yourself a little bit of credit. Um, yeah. And know that you know inside of you what you're supposed to be doing. And if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. And it's okay to go against the grain and to take a risk and do something absolutely crazy. I mean, I am literally doing the craziest thing I could think possible. I have two college degrees and I work in retail at Lululemon and I'm loving what I'm doing, struggling mm -hmm. a little bit financially. But I also know that the universe has a plan. I am making yeah. a way to my way towards whatever path I'm supposed to be on. And this is what feels right to me right now. Um, and I think we need to do a little bit more of that, doing things that make us feel good and feel right to us uh, rather than doing things that we think we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, I've been trying a lot lately, especially during this pandemic, to just trust the universe and know mm -hmm. that whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen and just mm -hmm. trusting the path that is laid for me and trusting my gut when I know mm -hmm. something isn't up. And that's been really hard for me is listening to my, my gut and trying to understand what's like fear and what's my actual gut telling me, yo, you need to be doing this. Yeah. So that's something that everyone needs to tap into. Mm -hmm. But I think we're coming up to the end, but I did want to ask you a final summary of everything that we've talked about. What is a piece of advice that you would give someone who may be listening to this right now that may be struggling to find balance in their fitness, nutrition, and wellness? You're speaking right to them, to their ears right now. What do you want them to hear? This is a lifelong journey. So stop trying to make it short and sweet. There's no quick fixes. There are going to be ups and downs and peaks and valleys in this whole entire process. And some days you're going to show up and you're going to do 110%. Um, and then you're going to fall off the wagon. And like I said, you'll fall off. You'll probably lay there for a while and be like, do I get back up? But you will get back up. And that's totally okay. Like you're allowed to take those breaks. You're allowed to step away from it and then come back. Um, nobody's journey is perfect. And that's what makes our lives and fitness so beautiful and unique. Um, because we have these like cracks and breaks and things that, you know, don't look perfect. Um, nobody, nobody is perfect. Nobody looks that way. And if they do, you know, we're always wondering, what are we doing wrong? And you're not doing anything wrong. You just need to keep going. The worst thing you can do is stop and give up. So be gentle with yourself, give yourself grace and have some freaking fun. I mean, seriously, I don't know what happened we've all stepped away from having fun and it's driving me bonkers. Um, <laughs> we need to just, you know, do something that makes you feel good inside inside and literally please don't chase an aesthetic. Okay. Just don't do it. I've been there. It's, it's just not 
worth it. Um, and same as you, Emily, I can't get abs for the life of me. Like shredded abs, absolutely not. Like I could literally be eating nothing and I would yeah. still have, like it would just be flat. Like it's just like, <laughs> what? I mean, you're just like, you're never going to reach that perfect um, look because mm-hmm. you will find something to criticize. And so start chasing longevity. You want to live a long, happy, healthy life with as little or a few ailments as you can possibly have. You know, I want to be able to run like two miles when I'm 80. Yeah. Or, you know, carry my grandkids when I'm 80. Yeah. You know, that's what you want to be thinking about. You don't want to be like, no one's going to, like, you're not going to look back when you're 80 and be like, oh, wow, I had washboard abs when I was 26. Like, nope. You don't care about that. Like, you want to make memories that are lasting and beautiful. So fitness and health is not a certain body. It's a mindset and it's a feeling. Um, so chase chase a happy life and you'll get there. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Oh, my God. You summed it up so well. Thank you, Genevieve, so much for being on The Purpose Project. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. And it's been so great talking to you. And let everyone know where they can follow you, where they can find you, if they want to reach out to you. Drop yeah. all your areas totally. that you're at. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, which is where I mostly am, you can find me at Genevieve.fit, um, G-E-N-E-V-I-E-V-E dot fit. Um, and this is actually the first time I'm announcing this. So really exciting. But you can also now find me at peacelovegenevieve.com, which is my new blog, um, which is an extension of my Genevieve.fit page but with a little more lifestyle kind of sprinkled in there, I figured it might be time to start sharing the wisdom I think I might have. So it's kind of going to be a little bit of an elaboration on Genevieve.fit. Um, still kind of the same similar branding, same idea, but with kind of more detail. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I cannot wait to check it out. You yeah. guys definitely go follow Genevieve and I will have the link to her Instagram as well as her new blog yeah. below in the show notes. So definitely check her out. And thank you, Genevieve, again for being here. I really appreciate it. Anytime. This is awesome. All right, guys, another episode in the books. I really hope you enjoyed this one. It's near and dear to my heart because Genevieve honestly has been one of my role models for so long and I was so excited to have her on the podcast. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed her story as well. Definitely, definitely go give her a follow at Genevieve.fit and check out her exciting new blog, PeaceLoveGenevieve.com that is launching today. Um, so definitely go check it out. I will have everything linked directly in the show notes and also linked on the Instagram at the purpose project pod. As always, thank you guys so much for supporting. I am so excited for the upcoming weeks. This podcast, I can't believe hasn't even been around for six months. It feels like forever, but this community that we've built is so special to me and I am so excited for what's to come. Some really exciting guests coming on the podcast in the upcoming weeks. A few solo episodes I have planned for content that you guys want to hear. A Dear Emily episode coming at you hot very soon. And lots of fun, inspirational, raw and real content too. So 
With that all being said, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, wherever you may be in the world. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye, guys.